The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right. Well, we are continuing our draft weekend coverage here. I'm Taylor Dahl. I'm the host of Making Monsters, and uh, we're kind of rotating, switching some spots, getting different people on here, talking about some picks. So I have a couple today, and we are starting off uh, with the round five pick, pick 148. And of course, we are joined by Jacob Infante. He's been killing it. Uh, I know you're probably super exhausted, Jacob, but uh, we have another new bear. And so you're obviously the, the lead draft guy here for Windy City Gridiron. And I'm super excited to talk to you about this guy because although maybe some people may not know him personally, the last name's super familiar. So uh, Noah Sewell, linebacker out of Oregon. Jacob, tell us a little bit about Noah and where he can fit on the Bears. Yeah, no, for sure, Taylor. And I was uh, I was a big fan of this pick. This is someone who's been on my radar for quite some time. Uh, obviously, the, the last name being Penny Sewell's brother uh, is going to help out a little bit with that, with that name recognition. But I do think he's a very good player in his own right. Uh, you're looking at a guy, I think he's probably best as either a Mike or a Sam, middle linebacker, a strong side of the next level. Uh, physicality, I think that's a big thing that stands out with him. Physicality, play strength. Uh, he's a well-built linebacker who's uh, just a consistent ability to wrap up at the point of attack and bring guys down. Uh, it's really impressive. Uh, and he plays with a high motor, definitely that intensity that you can sense the Bears are trending towards, mm-hmm. that sense of urgency and just the willingness to hit guys. Uh, I think it's massive, really. And he's a guy who tested well at the Combine. Good straight line speed. I think that his agility does hurt him a little bit. I, he doesn't necessarily have sideline to sideline range. Uh, and in coverage, you may see some issues, but... In the run game, he's very good. I think he's going to be a quality special teamer at the next level. And he's really someone I was expecting to go a little bit higher. I had like a third round grade on him. So to get him in round five is really good value on my board. Yeah, honestly, I agree. And I think that you you mentioned the Mike or Sam spot, but uh, the Bears went and spent some money and really addressed the linebacker group this offseason and free agency. So I feel like both of us are pretty comfortable in that. So like you said, you were expecting him to be more of a special teams guy initially. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think when you're looking at the Bears linebacker group, it's it's a big strength of this roster, maybe the biggest strength that they have right now. Uh, you're looking at, obviously, Tremaine Edmonds you're bringing in, DJ Edwards you brought in, Jack Sanborn who's coming off of a very good rookie year, especially for an undrafted free agent. I mean, the, the competition for playing time on defense is going to be pretty stiff for uh, 
this at least in 2023, but I think Sewell has the tools to develop into a starter in due time. Uh, I think special teams is really where he's going to shine because of that size, because of the physicality, because of how hard he plays. Uh, and I think that you can never go wrong with special teams value. And I think that when you get a guy who projects as well there as Sewell does, uh, I think that's a really good investment in round five. Well, and Jacob, you were mentioning because you were expecting him to go a little higher. You had him, I think you said, in your top 100 on your board. Um, but obviously, when you were looking at round five of the draft, what exactly are do you think the Bears are looking for at this point? Are they looking for that straight-up value pick and who's left that's sitting there that may be on their board? Or do they kind of address certain position groups? Where do you think it, Where do you think they're going with this for this round five? I think they're going pretty heavy on just overall value with the players. Uh I think part of that you see they haven't really addressed edge rusher yet, which mm-hmm. uh, I think that's going to be a weakness for them next year. But at the same time, I'm fine, especially on day three, with the value that they've been getting with their picks, really. Uh, so I think we're seeing, you know, going running back, uh, linebacker, wide receiver, having those guys uh, as selections in the fourth and fifth rounds, I think that shows that they're looking – not just for 2023, they're looking in the long run. So Roshan Johnson, Tyler Scott, and Noah Sewell, I don't necessarily know how much they're going to contribute right away on offense or defense, but they're all guys that I've had potential future starter grades on, and I could see any of them really developing and coming into their own. So they're playing the long game here, and at the mm-hmm. very least, you know, you got some good special teams weapons, which I think all of them – I mean, especially Sewell should be able to contribute at. And one of the things you talked about also was the frame, the frame of Sewell. So one of the, the first thing that I read about him when kind of his name popped up was talking about he is a little bit more of like a, a thicker frame, old school style framed linebacker, a little closer to that, which is a little interesting to me because I do feel like Poles and Flues has kind of not as much gone that way when it, they've been going almost any time any side of the trenches honestly um they've I feel like they like the maybe a little longer quicker faster not the as much as old style but do you think they obviously see some sort of traits they like but you'll we'll see, see still see some of these old style guys on the line on our defense yeah I mean and I think that that plays part of a role in why Sewell fell it, because you know not just the Bears but a lot of teams are trending towards longer, lankier, athletic guys, and not so much the uh, thicker, thumper types that you see as downhill tacklers. Uh, so with that in mind, I do think that there's a, a definitely a role for those guys. You just can't put them out in too much space. I don't think Sewell's going to bring a ton of coverage value, uh, especially not right away. So I think with that in mind, what you saw what the Bears were able to do with Jack Sanborn this year and what mm-hmm. he did – in this system, you know, the numbers that he put up, the consistency that he had that shows if you play with effort, if you play with physicality, if you process well, uh, then you can put up big numbers in this defense. So I think that Sewell, in the right situation, if he gets the opportunity, could have a similar impact on defense. Might take a while, though. Might mm-hmm. take a little while to get there just because it's a crowded linebacker room, much more than last year. But Definitely. Uh, still, still a, a very good pick here, at least in my opinion, getting in this late. And who knows, maybe down the line, if any of the free agent signings don't work out, 
or you know, Sanborn doesn't develop, uh, doesn't grow on this past year, then maybe Sewell will be in the starting lineup sooner than you realize. Well, I mean, we definitely like our linebackers in Chicago, so it'll be fun to have that back because last year it was very lacking. Uh, you mentioned a little bit ago, too, just about the edge, and I honestly was kind of surprised, too, that they haven't addressed that yet. But do you think that maybe they are a little more comfortable with what they have in Travis and Dominique because they are adding so much in the interior and with linebackers to kind of help surrounding, and last year they just didn't quite have that? I think that'll definitely help out. Uh, I think that, obviously... It's a younger group off the edge. You bring in Demarcus Walker in free agency. I think he'll get a decent amount of playing time. Uh, this is something that I expect to be a bigger priority next offseason, but you, you can't fix everything in one offseason. And the Bears uh, being, you know, literally the worst team in the league last year, that's no exception. But I think they've done a very good job filling a lot of different holes on both sides of the ball. Uh, edge rusher, they've got young talent there. Just just wait and see. And I think that talent that you add along the interior, like you mentioned, I think that will help out the development of Travis Gibson, the development of Dominique Robinson. So yeah. time will tell exactly how that, how that turns out. But I, I do think that just surrounding them with better talent is really going to help out uh, this year and going forward in the future. Yeah, I agree because I, I just think that the year before last year, I really saw glimpses from Trevis and then we saw Dominique kind of show up early. It just all kind of fizzled out when everything wasn't clicking on the defense. But now, Jacob, we uh, the, the Colts are on the clock. Now the Bears, so we're at pick 162 right now. The Bears have 165 at the moment. Uh, things have been kind of wild today with trades, so we'll see if that still happens. But what are you hoping uh, that pick goes to? Truthfully, I, I'd be fine with a lot of different things here. I think maybe go with some interior offensive line help. I mean, you addressed offensive tackle earlier in round one with Darnell Wright. Maybe get a guard type, maybe a center. Uh, Luke Whipler still available. I know Andrew Voorhees, as of this recording, is still available too. So uh, I'd really like to see interior offensive line, but who knows, maybe a tight end too. Uh, I think it should be offense, but a lot of different ways you can go and maybe if I don't think the edge value remaining is great, but who knows if there's a guy they have a high grade on, then, you know, maybe worth giving a shot. Yeah. Uh, so we will see, we have a few picks and I'll be talking to you again during that time. So obviously um, at Jacob Infante is 24 is where you will find him on Twitter. All of the, all of the good stuff right now, obviously he's posting threads for each of these guys and with film, all of the information you need. I'm Taylor at Tadal1010XL. And so Jacob, I look forward to talking to you again in a few p picks and see who we got. Yeah. No, same Taylor. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, uh, I'm very happy with what's been going on here in day three. So, uh, you know, can't complain. I'm excited to see what they can do here in just a few picks. As a, a very generic question, how to you, um, how would you grade it so far? What's your, what's your grade for the day? Uh, for today, I give it like a solid A. Okay. Uh, I had through the first two days, I gave them a B. Uh, I was talking to Bill Zimmerman earlier on the show, and I had a B for that. But today, I'm it's an A, so I think it would weigh out to probably a B plus. Uh, I think it's just you know very good talent all around. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I would have attacked rounds two and three exactly like that, but I did love the Tyreek Stevenson pick. Uh, and, you know, Dexter and Pickens, they're two high upside interior D linemen. So uh, I see the allure there. And the day three, I think they've been killing it so far. 
Yeah, I think that we have a better team than we did this time last year, and that's all we can ask for. Um, again, Jacob, yeah, I'll, ta- I'll awesome. talk to you in uh, probably, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. Something like that. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, looking forward to it. All right. Chat soon. All right. Bye. bye.